Welcome once again to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. This is a space where we delve into the intricacies of beauty, health, and well-being from a scientific yet holistic perspective. Today, I have the honor of hosting Dr. Shivani Gupta, a busy wife, mother, author, speaker, and unapologetic champion of self-care. She is the innovative mind behind the revolutionary modern Ayurveda program and the fusionary formulas range of supplements. She has successfully married Eastern and Western practices, revolutionizing self-care, digestion, stress reduction, and metabolism. Dr. Gupta is not just uh, passionate about Ayurveda, but is dedicated to sharing its healing properties, helping us find conscious living solutions in our frenzied modern life. But before we dive into our stimulating conversation today, I'd like to share a review from one of our valued biohacking beauty listeners. Just last week, we received a five-star review from Dana S who wrote, this podcast has genuinely revolutionized my approach to skin health. I love how it fuses scientific understanding with practical tips and holistic viewpoints. I now see my skincare routine as an act of self-love and my skin has never been healthier. So Dana S, thank you for your wonderful review. Reviews like yours not only make our day, but also help us reach more people with our content. So if you're listening to this and finding value in our episodes, we'd be thrilled if you could take a moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Even a one word review can make a huge difference. But without further ado, let's get, in, get into our conversation with Dr. Shivani Gupta. Dr. Shivani Gupta, a personal friend. Welcome to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. It's it's truly exciting and an honor to have you on. Thank you. It's so nice to be on here. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're you're a rock star, and I and I love hanging out with you. I love uh, talking to you and talking either business or life with you. So I'm very excited for the opportunity of our listeners to get a glimpse into our conversations. For sure. That, hap that happen anyway. Uh, <laughs> I think we could, if we had a camera crew just following us and recording our, our conversations, it's going to be like a tough hit anyway. It's true. No, it's so true. So let's jump into uh, just so people kind of understand who you are, etc. Your journey in health and wellness started quite personally, right? So could you share your story and how it led to you, uh, led you to Ayurveda and the ultimate, ultimately creating your modern Ayurveda program? Sure. So I'm from Houston, Texas, and I grew up living in two worlds. I grew up an American girl living in a very Indian family that had just moved here, just immigrated. And so every year we would go back to India to go be with our family, you know, be with my cousins and grandparents, and we'd live here in the U.S. and Texas. But what was funny was I kept noticing that my grandma would treat us with turmeric and ginger and spices and herbs. And here in the West, we'd go to like what was Eckerd's at the time, which is now CVS. Uh -huh. And so it was just this juxtaposition of like, you can heal with green juice and healthy foods and vitamins and herbs and Indian Ayurvedic tools, 
or the Western tools. And I just kept thinking like, which one's right? Which one's better? I don't understand. And my mind really likes to understand what is the best solution. And so fast forward, I had all my own health issues growing up, used to be really chronically sick. And I kept asking, why am I the only one without an immune system? Why am I the one around here with acne? I had all of these issues and I kept thinking, I'm gonna have to fix this myself somehow. And so one time when we were in India and I was disastrously sick, nearly being hospitalized, they took me to the doctor and he prescribed me these 12 drugs. And I looked at him and I was like, you know what? No, we're not doing this anymore. And I told my parents, we need to go look around. Like we're surrounded by Ayurveda and yoga and all these tools. Like I think we're reaching in the wrong toolkit for my body. And that's when I switched over and I studied Ayurveda in India. I went to every single detox center of Ayurvedic medicine. I let them do everything to me, which is pretty gross because they can get real invasive in India with how they do panchkarma and detox treatments. I sat at the guru's feet. I lived in Kerala and studied there. And I finally was like, okay, this system works, but you guys don't make this very palatable for anyone in the West. So -hmm. that's going to be my life mission is to to figure out how to take these golden nuggets of wisdom and knowledge, take these tools, but make them in an approachable, usable form where people will be compliant and will actually use them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, you know, I was talking to the head of the the DNA company. Yes. uh, We we met him actually to get a Kashif Khan. And, you know, he, he was saying something very, very interesting that I think applies here as well. And applies in general, I think, in in the way that we can view the uh, evolution of modern business, direct-to-consumer business, which is you have an ability, okay? Ayurveda is an ability. Genetic testing is an ability. Uber, for that matter, is an ability. Moving people around is an ability. But the problem is in the beginning, it is very, as you said, unpalatable, right? There is a really big chasm between the ability to, for example, that matter, introduce wellness and and heal someone and they're kind of the user experience there the ux as we call it yeah right obviously we at Yangus, that's what we try to do as well you have all of these ingredients that let me tell you if you just put like you know an idea on your skin that's not going to feel very well and so how do we translate it to something that's very nice to use so same same here yeah exactly Exactly. Ayurveda has so many tools. I started by trying to start an oil company. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. if skin is the largest organ of the body and we could just absorb all the Ayurvedic herbs like Brahmi and Ashwagandha and everything through oil, it'll be great. But I I went all the way through India and all the companies that delivered the best results would not change their formulation to make it palatable. And I really struggled. I battled for a year with a lot of them. And I was like, look, you will never sell this product in the West. It can't stink and be room solid, uh, solid at room temperature and not have any viscosity and smell bad. Like we're just, I could not use this even though I knew it was good for me. And also room temperature in India and room temperature in the United States. (laughs) True. Very true. So yeah, so it it very much is about compliance. Like it's about what are we going to use? What are we going to enjoy? That part has to be there as well. Yeah, 100%. I think every like 80s movies that has some kind of introduction, some some kind of sage master, he always lets the uh, the hero of the movie drink something disgusting, right? <laughs> and that's somehow this thing that we don't know what it is kind of heals him or gives right. him superpowers. It's never tasty, right? No, it's never tasty. So, so that, that's why it's in the 80s. I think nowadays you won't be able to do, to do that. No. You know, it'll have to be a pill or 
for or sure. kombucha or something. I don't know. So within that uh, framework of Ayurveda and the ability to kind of tap into those ancient wisdoms, can you discuss uh, the Ayurvedic perspective on, as you said, about skin health? How does this ancient wisdom view the skin's role in overall well-being? And uh, let's go from there. Sure. So Ayurveda is this entire system of medicine from India. It's health and healing. It's the science of life. It's mm-hmm. a preventive lifestyle. It encompasses detoxification, nutrition, sleep, our mind-body constitution. There's so much in Ayurveda. And Ayurveda always looked at the skin as the largest organ. And that thing where we're going to consume the most nutrients, potentially, or the most toxins. And yeah. it's funny because anytime I look at someone, they're like, oh, I'm just suffering with a skin issue. I'm like, skin is gut. You need to address your gut health. And I think that that's easier said said than done because in the pandemic, I developed my own skin issues and I got so frustrated. And I was like, I take care of my gut health. I eat so clean. I eat an anti-inflammatory diet. I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner. Like if anyone's more obsessed with an anti-inflammatory lifestyle that heals the gut, it's me. And I exercise and I do so much. And so it's really made me reflect on what else should we be doing as we shift through the decades as we have different stressors in our lives as entrepreneurs, what are the ways that we're going to invest in supporting ourselves? And Mm -hmm. so for me, I always start with supplementation. As you know, I'm the founder of Fusionary Formulas, the supplements. So I'm a big believer in dropping turmeric in, ginger, really using adaptogens in a very powerful way. So Ayurveda really teaches first, approach it from gut health. If gut Mm -hmm. health is strong, everything else in the body will be strong. And then second, after that, it's what are you putting on your body topically and is that supporting you in the way that you need to be supported? If not, you need to create shifts. And so I was sharing with you, I just got my Young Goose skincare about a month ago when I met you at the biohacking conference and I've been really enjoying using this mask. I've been using this mask at night. I leave it on all night and I'm like, wow, I'm really investing in my skin being epic. And I get really excited about it because... Uh, you know, skin health is a reflection of our overall health. And so if we are doing all this profound work to be healthy and strong and vibrant and anti-aging and investing in our longevity, we also want that reflected from the outside and we need to invest in the right support to have that result. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And obviously Ayurveda Ayurveda means something about the science science of of life. life. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so this is, I mean, it definitely is profound as far as um, translating it to what we now call wellness here in America. But could you delve into the specific Ayurvedic practices that can support healthy skin? But more important, how are they different than what we are familiar with in the West? You know, in the West, I think we think of skin as just like skin. It's just on the outside. It has nothing to do with health or our insides. And according to Ayurveda, there's a series of Ayurvedic self-care rituals that we can do every single day to give ourselves more vibrant skin, more vibrant health. So one thing we recommend is dry brushing. Why? Because if we dry brush the skin from the exterior and from the bottom up, we're moving the lymphatic system. There are so many, we, we teach it like a sheath that runs right below the skin. And so when you're doing that lymphatic massage with a dry brush, you're really moving the lymphatic system of your body. The lymph system is not going to move on its own. We mm-hmm. have to do the work. So either we're going to exercise and move, or we're going to bounce on a trampoline, or we're going to have to manually do it. So dry skin brushing is something from Ayurveda from thousands of years ago. 
And after that, we teach about the importance of abhyang massage. Abhyang massage means self-massage to the body. So really taking like a food grade oil that's organic, that's healthy. We love sesame oil as the best. Really? You can do this habit of every night, just, you know, light a candle. If you can warm up the oil even better or just get it done is how I'm, I approach it. But I usually take a bath. I usually do dry brushing, Epsom salt bath, and then I do a pyung massage right before that as well. And so you're going to rub this oil really generously onto your whole body as if you're feeding the skin. So mm-hmm. as we age, our skin's going to get drier. It's going to have more um, stresses put on it between oxidation, inflammation, and everything else going on. All those things affect our skin. And so Ayurveda gave us this tool 5,000 years ago. They said oil is king. Put it on your body. Put it in your hair. That's how you're going to have that thick, luscious, healthy hair that we're all seeking. Feed your body literally from the outside in. And that's how you get a profound result with your skincare. Interesting. That's super interesting. I actually didn't know didn't know that that was the preferred oil. Now, since we're talking about how in Ayurvedic medicine, every system is not a standalone, right? It kind of affects other systems. How is it viewed? Like, how is the skin viewed? So we talked about some, some self-care practices. Is it viewed as, as something that benefits primarily the skin? Or are they saying, hey, take care of your skin because this and this is going to happen in the rest of your body? Well, taking care of the skin is going to move the lymph. Taking yeah. care of the skin is such a profound organ of the system. Taking care of skin, it's our protective barrier between us and the outside world. It is a measurement of our internal health. It's a reflection of our gut health. So skin is really to be revered and respected yeah. and honored. Like daily massage is part of the Ayurvedic lifestyle. It's not very affordable here in the West. But when I go to India, you know, we do a lot of things that are skin related. A simple mm-hmm. one is tongue scraping. It's an ex- I mean, it's an organ, but like we believe in tongue scraping to cleanse and detox all the organs of the body. We teach oil pulling, cleanse the oral microbiome to cleanse the gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. Dry brushing is a big one, that investment in lymph moving, then that nourishing again with the oil. So skin is thought of as this other organ that should be revered, not just the outside of you that's holding yeah. in all the important organs. It's as important as the other organs, as heart health, lung health, gut health, all these things, respecting the outside in also matters. Well, well put. So going into what we really, what I really uh, am interested in kind of diving into, which is uh, turmeric, obviously, you're a turmeric guru. So turmeric obviously is uh, mentioned often uh, in discussion around skin health in Ayurveda, it's it's kind of the poster child for Ayurveda. So can you break down the benefits of turmeric for the skin and explain how it should be used in a skincare routine or as part of a skin health regimen? Sure. So I did my master's in Ayurvedic sciences and I did my PhD on turmeric. So mm-hmm. I happen to be incredibly obsessed with the topic of turmeric. When I learned about it, I realized that with my family history, with everything that I had going on in my life, turmeric is that one spice that can help me across the board. So turmeric's anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, and it's a powerful antioxidant support to the body as well. And mm-hmm. it can help extend telomeres. So when we're speaking to the biohacking crew, that's an important fact. So it's a very powerful longevity investment that we can make in our health. 
And I think there's so much more to be discovered. I'm working with a whole team of geneticists on why and how turmeric is just so bioavailable to the body. And why do we genetically have so many receptors just ready to take it on and use it? So to me, when I did the PhD, I realized, wow, if we could just use turmeric, ginger is another good sister herb to Mm -hmm. it. And then you've also got adaptogens right after. But to me, turmeric comes first. Turmeric's anti-inflammatory effect is going to help reduce that chronic, low-grade, persistent inflammation that pretty much everyone suffers with. It's going to help heal any inflammation of the gut. And if the gut is inflamed, then the immune system is going to be overreacting and reacting to things that it doesn't need to react to. And all of this is going to be reflected on the skin. So Mm -hmm. because Ayurveda said skin is always important, to keep gut-focused anti-inflammatory practices in place is an investment in our long-term skin health. And so that's where I look at it is the healthier my gut is, the healthier my body is, the less inflamed I am, and the less oxidation or rust I have over time, then the better my skin's gonna look overall. And the better everything is gonna run overall, all systems. So so yeah, it's a very powerful tool. And that's why I created a turmeric supplement because I was like, well, I don't know that anyone's really creating one that's gonna perform. Like for me, I'm about potency and performance. And I wanted to prove first in orthopedic medicine that we don't have to use NSAIDs and opioids at the rate that we're using them. Or you can take the drugs that you're going to use, but use this as an alongside adjunct solution to come off of those things with side effects much sooner. And so that's been my mission for seven years now. We've already proven it in orthopedics, functional medicine. And now that's my lifelong dream is just to keep putting this into doctor's offices and showing the world how powerful it is. Because if we reduce inflammation, we won't have chronic joint pain. We won't have chronic pain. We won't have inflammation wreaking havoc. And then later we get these diagnoses related to inflammation that are really detrimental. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, it's very easy to vilify inflammation, right? Like inflammation is something that our body uses as a mechanism, is a very effective mechanism. Therefore, it can wreak havoc. It's uh, with great power comes great responsibility. But I think it's a flip side. And and I really want to go into your fusionary formulas. But I think it's a double-edged sword. That is how our body communicates the need for repair, the need for self-care, if you would. But the problem is, is that, as, as you said, as we grow older, that signal drowns in residual signals that have lingered on. So it's like background noise and our body can't figure out what is background noise and what is the relevant noise. So as you said, with things like turmeric, for example, ginger, a few other extracts, etc., we can really refine the, uh, the dial on the, uh, on the reception. And by doing that, we can get better results when we do employ inflammation. Sure. I wanted to take a quick break from today's episode to chat with you about our Young Goose skincare products and our special offer for podcast listeners only. Our products provide you with skin regenerative therapy that corrects the cellular damage that is accumulated over time and aims to lower the functional age of the skin. If you're a first-time Young Goose customer, we are offering the listeners of this podcast 20% off their first order by using the promo code PODCAST20 during checkout. If you are a long-time user, 
and have already tried our products, we highly appreciate you coming back, coming back to this podcast and listening to us, and also coming back and using our products. And we would like to offer you 10% off with the promo code PODCAST10. So going into uh, fusionary formulas, that, that's obviously a lot of what we talk about behind the scenes, right? It's very interesting. You know, a passion project, sometimes the person takes it and feels bad treating it like a business. But really what, what happens, that what we've learned, what you're, what you're learning is that you, the better you treat it like a business, the more people you can reach and, and impact their lives. Sure. So, Within Fusionary Formulas, your line of supplements, which is a super exciting uh, uh, development, how do these formulas contribute to overall health, skin health specifically? And maybe you can talk a little bit about the key ingredients. Obviously, we did mention them, but maybe we can go over them uh, some more. Sure. So for Fusionary, my dream was to just change how medicine approaches inflammation. Mm -hmm. If we're going to every subspecialist for a different problem, and each of them is giving us a solution to inflammation, what if we address the root cause way earlier? And then we didn't go to this doctor for brain fog, and that one for orthopedic pain, and that one for the GI issues, and that one for the rheumatology issues. Like what if right from the beginning, we just handled this systemically? And then like you said, the body can signal itself properly because it's not in this traffic jam of noise. Mm -hmm. And so when it came to fusionary, what most people don't realize is out of the entire turmeric plant, only 3% is the curcuminoids. And out of the curcuminoids, only the one curcumin is the most effective at reducing inflammation. Mm -hmm. And so I sourced a curcumin extract at a 98% grade potency. And my goal was, okay, the first year was just a test. If I create this, can I get people to come off the painkiller and hold pain-free with this solution? And I proved that. And so from then, it was like, I'm off and running. And you're right. I, I didn't really think about the business. I was more interested in proving my point. And so yeah. when I built Fusionary, it's, it's a very expensive product that I made, but it's my passion. So it's taken me about seven years to, to get the business model right. And it's been so great having a friend like you where I can bounce ideas and say, what else do I need to do? And, and really, it's been a learning of building a team, attracting great people, hiring, not doing everything myself. I'm still lead sales. So I call on every doctor and get to know them. And, and that's the nerd in me who loves learning and interacting with them. But what's so powerful is when you take a turmeric at that level of potency, I designed turmeric gold to be that daily preventive we all take. And most mm -hmm. people who I talk to have said, look, you know, they'll call in and say, I actually, you know, I ran out and I bought something at, you know, Costco or the corner store. And then I realized it didn't do anything for me. And so I came back yeah. because I actually never felt a difference until I took your product. And then I made a second formula called inflammation relief. And that one is designed exactly according to what an Ayurvedic practitioner would have given you thousands of years ago. It's this synergy of herbs that works like a symphony together. So it's the curcumin Guruji, Baswilia, dry ginger, amla, which is a powerful superfood out of Ayurveda. And they work in the right proportions to give the result. And so to me, as, as the scientist and the researcher, it's been really cool to see how powerful inflammation relief is when you know you have inflammation, turmeric gold for those of us who just want the daily preventive, and then the combo is for pain and for chronic pain. And a lot of people who have chronic joint pain don't take anything but that combo. Wow. So for skin, the same thing applies. If you want a daily support, you take turmeric gold. If you have a known skin issue that's showing up as inflammation on the skin, redness, bumps, rashes, this is inflammation showing up on the skin. 
you can take inflammation relief, get that to settle down, and then move into a daily preventive. Absolutely. And then I've realized that inflamed people are usually not sleeping well because sleep is when we're going to clear inflammation, we're going to clear the lymphatic system. So once I solved the turmeric you know, problem of inflammation, I was like, well, let me go fix their sleep. So I designed a sleep formula and a sleep tea because I want people to invest in good sleep as part of their overall health. It's very much a part of skin health as well. And then now I just have fun. I, I create teas and herbs and gummies and anything I can to support our overall well-being. I just came out with a D3 gummy. I came out with a tea for menopause. So I'm, I'm constantly playing with how far can I push potent Ayurvedic herbs to deliver a result in whatever form I'm working in. So I think teas can be as potent as supplements. Again, you just have to play with making it palatable so that people will drink it and get that benefit. Yeah, that's funny. I was uh, I had a conversation with a guy named Nick Rodriguez, which is a professional jiu-jitsu athlete, uh, number two in the world, etc. And I was asking him about, you know, some of the things that he believes that he's, he's doing that other people are not doing. He's also very vocal and, and famous of being very, very, very athletic, but not taking steroids. So he said that sleep is the new steroids. Totally. Uh, and and that is true. I mean, I think obviously our skin is kind of designed to re- repair itself during sleep. We, we have the golden hour, which we call, you know, 11 p.m. to midnight, where that is the majority of skin repair or cellular turnover. That's as much as your cells are going to renew themselves. And, and how do we adjust our entire you know, our entire schedule to make sure we're sleeping at that time? So I agree with you that sleep is like super, super important. Within that discussion, though, I think within like a subsection of, of sleep or, or sister modality to sleep is the idea of stress and yeah. stress management. Um, and a lot of the people who are taking turmeric, me included, by the way, are interested in specifically in inflammation reduction in the brain, in, in the interaction between inflammation and cortisol, for example, which yeah. is a stress hormone. So how, does, how do you view it? How does Ayurveda view it? How does turmeric or other ingredients that you talked about, how do they address stress as a whole? Such a good question. I am working with two functional medicine doctors for my own health, and they both are reviewing all this testing on me. And they're like, stress is causing problems. I see it in your blood. I see it in your Dutch test. And I see it in your stool test. And I'm like, Uh on the path to creating something great to change the world, you have to figure out how not to stress about it. And it's tough because no matter what you do, as you build, like I I feel like I'm building this train and it's, it's in motion real fast now you're going to cause stress along the way. Yet you want to stay young and vibrant and beautiful and, and keep your great skin, right? So it's yeah. just, it's a funny juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. And I always said when I built a health company, the one thing I will not do is sacrifice my health. So I work really hard to, to maintain that balance. Ayurveda teaches us that there's a mind-body-spirit connection. And honoring that connection and bringing ourselves into alignment is our one job in this life. So Ayurveda is constantly showing us that living according to our circadian rhythm, living a preventive lifestyle, living in union with nature, staying grounded, doing these self-care rituals, eating with love, eating this yogic sattvic diet, and being present and mindful to our food and our lives is the key. And I kind of laugh because in modern day times when I do teach Ayurveda and Ayurvedic lifestyle to people, sometimes they're like, that's great. I don't have 10 hours for self-care. Yeah. 
So, and that's the struggle we all have is, is who has that kind of time. But what I try to do is build anchor points into the day. I teach something called tea time is me time. That is just an opportunity. You can have coffee too, but you just stop and like take a moment and check in with yourself. How do I feel right now? Is everything going okay? Do I need to hydrate? Have I taken my supplements? Like just taking the moment to check in with yourself will allow your own intuition to rise up and give you very clear answers about what you need. And so I think Ayurveda is very much a retraining of our ability to talk to our own intuition which is there to keep us our healthiest and most balanced selves. Hmm. So, so there's so much there. But Ayurveda teaches us how to sleep, how to invest in our circadian rhythm being on track, how to stay more balanced. When it comes to skin health, the more balanced we are, the better we're sleeping, the better gut health is, the more we're going to reduce inflammation, the more we'll be able to detox and clear out things from our system and thus that skin health will be the byproduct, mm-hmm. that excellent, beautiful byproduct. And yeah. I've seen so many people struggling with hair loss, with skin issues, not wanting to get the wrinkles and the aging and all those things. To me, the more I invest in vibrant health and living the Ayurvedic lifestyle, then my gift at the end of that journey is that it's all going to be reflected on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And there is another point to that, which is kind of, again, and not just, just to complete the picture, you can stress, you can stress on, uh, you know, your physical appearance, whatever that is. But the same way I give this example a lot, you know, that I read an interesting study that showed that they measured children night after night, and they were kind of concerned some children didn't grow, didn't grow at all for like three days. But then the fourth day, they had a spurt. And we also age, you know, as, 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 as equivalent to that. We also do not age in increments. We also age in spurts. Sure. And those spurts are correlated with, obviously, bouts of lack of sleep, stress, uh, malnutrition, or just the wrong nutrition, obviously. Processed food, a lot of it is inflammation. And what we are doing... If we, if, if we are unhappy about a specific wrinkle, we need to recognize that we didn't have the resilience, whatever the skin resilience, whatever that is, in the instance that this wrinkle was created or in this micro instance. So the most important is, first of all, build our resilience, yeah. lower our inflammatory load, lower our you know stress MMPs and, and, and stress hormones, etc., and building that resilience could then also lend itself, as we said, to better recovery from if we did do a regenerative process, whether that is microneedling, whatever that may be. Sure. Um, I don't know if Ayurveda has any regenerative processes. For this I've tried all the fun stuff. I try PRP, microneedling, uh-huh. all of it. I'm, I'm just a curious adventurer who likes to try yeah. everything. And, you know, you're talking about stress. It reminded me of something I love to talk about, which is mental inflammation. Uh That's what I call all this stress that we're encountering, whether it's with our kids, our spouse, our home, which is its own project sometimes, our business, (laughs) our interactions, our dreams. There's so much to do. And that rat race that we're on and, and, you know, my iPhone just dings and texts like there's so much inbound 24-7, I feel like, on the phones that that mental inflammation that stress, if we don't let it clear out every night, like in Ayurveda, we sleep, it's important. We tell, we teach that it's important to sleep from 10 to two. That's mm-hmm. part of living according to your circadian rhythm. You can customize that a little, but by sleeping when pitta or the sun is the highest during the day and when the moon is highest in the night, 
But sleeping during your ideal time is going to help you clear mental, emotional, and physical inflammation out of the body. So by clearing that out, we're setting ourselves up for success, which is what you're talking about. But if we're going to let it all accumulate and we're not going to do self-care or radical self-care, we're just going to be kind of this stress ball and it's going to take a toll and it's going to show up in our heart health and our gut health and on the skin. Yeah. And of course, according to Ayurveda, according to any wisdom whatsoever, diet plays a huge role in skin health. You know, I think in Ayurveda, it's also a staple that that, that, that diet affects skin health. So Absolutely. do you have any tips for people to implement as far as like their diet and how it affects their skin, etc.? Sure. I mean, Ayurveda taught something called the sattvic diet or the yogic diet. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, there's so much controversy. I watch all of it. The carnivore diet, the keto, the this, the that. I feel like we're really playing a lot with a lot of data, but we're forgetting that the body has its own innate wisdom. And if you listen to your body, it could very clearly tell you what works for it and what doesn't. So intuitive eating is a big part of Ayurveda. Eating what is from Mother Earth in its purest form without moderating, without modulating and processing it too much is part of our lifestyle. So in India, the classical Indian lifestyle is the Ayurvedic lifestyle. So we're very lucky in that way. We have spice mm -hmm. cabinets and these little spice boxes. I think I have one right here. I'll show you real quick. It's my beautiful spice box. So this spice mm -hmm. box is part of every Indian home. And all of these spices have a wow. purpose. Each one is part of our daily lives. Lunch and dinner, breakfast even, is made using those spices. Coriander, turmeric, ginger, black pepper. Um, we have cardamom, fennel. So our super spices out of Ayurveda, I would say, is one of the most powerful ways we can support the body. I think in the West, we think of superfoods as the only superfoods. And yeah. I'm here to show everyone that super spices can be as effective at our longevity and health as the superfoods. So yeah, I mean, wow. diet tips would be eat anti-inflammatory, less processed, eat for nutrient density, which is the superfoods and super spices, eat for nutrient variety, eat seasonally. We're huge teachers of eating with the seasons, eating with Mother Earth instead of against Mother Earth, and just eating as little processed food as possible. Like in my home, we don't use the microwave. I don't want that. We don't mm -hmm. use plastic containers. Everything's in glass. We cook fresh homemade food every day with love. So the more we can go back to that lifestyle, the more we're going to support our overall health, our gut health, and thus our skin health. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the skin is, is a detoxifying organ. If we do not do those self-care practices and, in, you know, encourage detoxification, our skin is not going to do it very efficiently. And what's going to happen There's going to be a disconnect between sure. the body wanting to expel toxins through the skin, the skin not being able to release them correctly. And then we get a lot of problems. We talked about inflammation. We talked about, you know, whether it is wrinkles or, or rosacea, redness, pimples, whatever that is, that is. This is basically stemming out of this inability of the skin to function correctly. So I think a lot of what, we, what you're saying, whether it is taking those uh, incredible supplements that you created, whether it is doing those, those daily rituals uh, and everything else that we talked about today, it's really about having systems work correctly and supporting that correct function. Absolutely. One of my favorite products, and indeed the product that started it all, the first product we ever released, is Care, which is an NAD-boosting moisturizer. And if you haven't heard about NAD, this is the 
most important molecules in our body uh, and is also called the fountain of youth. So what CARE does, it raises NAD levels in the skin. And not only that, it also uses enhanced resveratrol and nine other supporting ingredients, providing the ultimate fuel for your skin's regenerative processes to dramatically improve deeper lines, brightness, texture, and pores, aside from being a longevity supplement for your skin, making sure that your skin is healthy, vibrant, and looks amazing for many, many years to come. So uh, give CARE a chance. So just to kind of go over what you have currently, and obviously, again, in our conversations, we're also talking about the future, but currently you have infusionary formulas, three different formulas. So you have the one for general well-being, acute inflammation, something that we want to solve currently, and we have the one for sleep, which I'm very, very, very interested in. What else, what, what else is available through, through your fusionary formulas? So the turmeric inflammation is definitely what we're most famous for, turmeric gold inflammation relief. Our Mm -hmm. third most popular formula is deep sleep formula because it's a sublingual liquid tincture. And so Mm. you take only as many drops as you want sleep. So six hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep, you decide. And if you wake up at two or three in the morning, you can just take it for that last block of sleep that you want. So I love it for that reason. Sometimes I go to bed and I'm like, it's going to be great. And then I wake up in the night and have a thought and I'm stuck. And I'm like, oh, God, no, I'm not waking up at two. I will be such a mean person and not productive person tomorrow. And so then I'll take it to sleep till six or seven. So that one's very powerful. Then I built Deep Sleep Tea because I wanted to give everyone the adaptogens, ashwagandha, brahmi. I put so many herbs in there, I had to drop a lot of florals on top. But Deep Sleep Tea relaxes the mind and the digestive system to ease you into a better night's sleep. Because some people have trouble falling asleep, and that's a good sleep hygiene habit to put in place while serving our body adaptogens at night. So we're really into designing functional teas and super teas that deliver those results. I designed something called swelling and bruising relief. That's just Arnica bromelain. So a lot of people who are injectors in the med spas, they're using that so that when people get Botox and fillers, it'll get rid of that swelling and bruising that nobody wants. So I was just meeting with one today and she's like, oh my gosh, your product really works. Thank you. Then I designed hormone rebalance tea, which is for menopause and perimenopause, and pretty much anyone, I think, who's had children or is post-30 who needs that adaptogenic support. So it's shatavari and three types of tulsi. But we've been getting really great phone calls and, and patient testimonials about it, where their hot flashes, night sweats, all those things have settled down, which is really yeah. good. And, and those are more, again, these are more Western phenomena. I mean, we just had, a, again, Kashif Khan was on the, on the, on the podcast Reed Davis, uh, FDN founder, was on the podcast, and we talked about how these phenomenons of menopause are mainly Western world and mainly North American problems as far as hot flashes, etc. And they are also led by inflammation. So I would assume that product, alongside the other products that are inflammation specific, are, are magic for that. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm seeing that inflammation is that culprit across the board. Mm -hmm. And it's just nuts to me that every subspecialty is saying you have somethingitis or this Mm -hmm. is inflammation-based. I think that's a sign to us that societally, no matter who we are, no matter how healthy we are, even I myself, I exercise, I eat clean, I do all these right things, I, I invest in good sleep. Even I have inflammation according to my blood work and I can see it. And so it's like, okay, what are we going to do to systemically reduce that? It has to be with stress management, with diet adjustment, 
with taking a potent turmeric supplement, with really doing the work to support the body holistically, then we get to win. And mm-hmm. so if, if everything is inflammation-based and we here in the West or North America are just like inflammation bombs running around, then it's our job to, to do that work and reduce it. And then we're giving the body that baseline foundational support so that, yeah. like you said, that noise is reduced. And then the body is in this healthy state to respond to outside invaders like viruses and things and or just to, to build the vibrant, healthy cells that it wants to build. Yeah, absolutely. All right, what else? So we have the uh, menopause uh, support, let's call it, what else? That's it. So that's the whole line. And then I just added two gummies, a B12 and a vitamin D3, K2. Because to me, when I'm talking to people about their health, even even though those two formulas are not Ayurvedic, Mm -hmm. they're supportive to the whole body. So I'm constantly looking at, hey, if I wanted to help you have the whole foundation, what are those extra tools I need to bring in? Yeah, that's, uh, of course. And and again, it reminds me there is a center in Israel that's called the um, the Maimonides Center for Health. Maimonides, he, he has a completed called Rambam in Hebrew. But uh, Maimonides was a, a uh, wise scholar in the like 1100s that was the first person to say, oh, you should eat small fish and not big fish. You know, don't go to sleep immediately after you ate, etc. I mean, obviously Ayurveda taught us that 5,000 years ago, but, but he's the first one in Judaism that said that. Nice. But his center has very little to do with what he said. His center is saying, oh, his teachings say, you know, you should always delve more into research and figure out what's the most appropriate, you know, whatever, and uh, science goes on, etc. So the same thing that you said right now, you know, that yes, there, there's Ayurveda and 5,000 years of, of wisdom, but it is not wisdom from 5,000 years ago. It is accumulated wisdom of 5,000 years, and, and it didn't stop at some point. We can accumulate more wisdom and apply it. Yeah. We can, and we're living in a different time. I wish that I got enough vitamin D3 from the sunlight. Like I want, mm-hmm. I wish my vitamin D was coming in and that my numbers were excellent by living this natural, healthy, grounded life. But if the factors of modern day society aren't letting me receive it, okay, then, yeah. then I have to support myself. So it's just about doing the best you can with the tools you have. And what I love about Ayurveda is it's a way of life. It's a complete lifestyle. And so once you learn to get in the rhythm with it and have your circadian rhythm on track, your doshas on track, like really living in this life of rhythm, then the minute you're out of rhythm, you, you feel it. And you're like, something's wrong. I don't like this. Something's off. I don't feel great. And you know how to bring yourself back into rhythm. And so that's always my goal is, is how do I get your intuition to constantly tell you what to do? And then you're going to do more self-care. You'll feel incredible. You'll look incredible on the outside too. But it's coming from that place of like foundational strength and resilience and wholeness. So that vibrant health we want is ours. Absolutely. Obviously, we, Ayurveda is, is its whole science. You did a PhD on it, and it's not like we can cover everything in one podcast, but I think it was very important to cover those bases that we did today. What's important uh, for me uh, to allow people that, that are interested in it, and I'm sure there are a lot of them, to get more educated and also get access to your product. So how do they get more information? Obviously, we're going to have everything in the show notes. How do they get more information? How, how can they get the product? 
Sure. So my website is fusionaryformulas.com. It's F-U-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y. And we made a special code, Young Goose. We'll give everyone 15% off. And then my website to learn about Ayurvedic wisdom is shivanigupta.com, S-H-I-V-A-N-I. And I have the Fusionary Health Podcast where I talk to amazing doctors about health and functional medicine and all these things that help us build that health that we want to have. Yeah, it's super, super important. I think it's an evolution of you are the five people you surround yourself with. We now also have, aside from a diet, which they can they can learn more from, from your website and from your podcast, there's also information diet, right? And what, what's, what's being fed into our head. And I make sure, I'm trying to make sure that the information diet that I, that I expose myself to is the most constructive. And sure. that is something very important. I can tell I can tell people who are listening that behind the scenes that that's that's our conversations and that is who you are. You're a person that has a lot of good information. So I I would highly recommend, you know, listening to the podcast, going to the websites, learning more, uh, getting the products. They're amazing. So uh, Shivani, thank you again for this wealth of knowledge and uh, I hope to to see you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you everyone. All right, what an enlightening conversation with Dr. Shivani Gupta. The fusion of ancient Ayurveda wisdom with our modern lifestyle offers such a novel perspective, especially when it comes to skin health. But before we wrap up today's episode, let's take a moment to address some listener questions. Our first question today comes from Liz M, who asks, I've been using Young Goose's Naya Polish twice a week. Can I use it more often? And that's a great question, Liz. Naya Polish is designed to gently exfoliate the skin. And while it's gentle enough for most skin types, it's generally recommended to start using it once a week and then adjust based on how your skin responds. The second question is from Anne. Do you change your routine as well according to the seasons of the year? That's an excellent question. Our skin's needs do change with the seasons. For example, during winter, our skin tends to be drier, so we might need to incorporate more hydrating products into the routine, such as uh, our adaptogenic HA firming boost, bio barrier, uh, hyperbaric mask, and things that really help our skin retain moisture. On the other hand, in the summer, we might need lighter products and definitely sun protection becomes even more important, such as obviously our BioShield SPF 40. Our final question today is from Mary. Can I use oil-based products even if I have oily skin? And that's a fantastic question. It might seem counterintuitive, but oil-based products can actually help regulate sebum production in your skin, preventing it from becoming too oily. I'm sure a lot of people um, you know, went to their hairdresser, their hair is oily, and the hairdresser actually tells them to wash it less. But yeah, that's that applies also to the skin. So products, for example, like ProCare Senolytic Serum or BioBarrier, even, even though they're based on oils, have been shown to help balance oil production. Remember, if you want your questions answered on the podcast, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and we'll be sure to answer it on our next episode or in, on an appropriate episode. Again, thank you all for tuning into the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode with Dr. Shivani Gupta, don't forget to leave a rating and a review. 
and subscribe if, if you haven't yet. Your support helps us to continue to bring insightful conversations about beauty and health to the forefront. Stay curious and remember the secret to beauty is being you. I will catch you on the next episode of Biohacking Beauty. Thank you very much and have a great rest of your day.